Bot Talk Podcast. Eric from Tinkerlist, thank you very much for joining um, into our podcast, new episode special guest. So in our podcast, uh, Startup Story, and we are very excited to hear your story. And mm -hmm. maybe the best part, uh, the best uh, uh, thing to start from is what is Tinkerlist? Can you give us a kind of elevator pitch? Yeah, of course. So uh, Tinkerlist is on an online platform for uh creating live shows like uh, TV shows, news, uh, live events, esports, and so on. And, and basically, we do three things with our platform. That's uh, the planning of content. So who are we going to invite? Who's responsible for what? And then uh, making the rundown. So in detail, uh, what will happen during the show? Uh, what clips will we play? What, uh, and so on. And, uh, and then and the automation. So everything that's gathered in that rundown, we can automate uh, for these types of shows. That's a bit what we do. Great. I just, uh, as, as we uh, mentioned in the pre-show, I just uh, went to the landing page and watched the, uh, watched the intro, which, which uh -huh. I highly recommend, highly recommend. It's very informative <laughs> and we may, be, we may be stealing this idea. Um, like, I love the combination of, uh, you know, a product, um, uh, product screencast and your, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, your live video. So I love the story. Yeah. yeah, that mm -hmm. is, that is a great idea. But, um, you know, uh, I've seen so much detail there, uh, for example, calendar view and, you know, the planning and the queuing of uh, what topic is going to do what. Mm -hmm. uh, it almost looks like... Uh, you knew exactly what you are what you are building. What is your background? How did you know uh, the problem that you are solving? Yeah, yeah, good question. Of course, I uh, know I am. Oh, my chair is going down. Uh, no, I uh, I used to be a, a TV director, so um, I I directed a lot of um, yeah TV shows, also sports shows, uh, yeah game shows, uh, yeah talk shows, all these things, and um, I used to do that for 12, 13 years. And my biggest frustration was always that um, so in uh, when you're a director, you're uh, often on the technical side uh, when you're really recording everything. And, and uh, my biggest frustration was always that it was very hard to get all the creative ideas, the unstructured creative ideas of the editorial team to get them in this very technical, rigid environment. And um, and that's yeah why why I thought uh, we, uh, we, I must be I must be able to solve that I, I knew a bit of programming, <laughs> and then uh, so in 2014 I left uh, the company where I was working for for 12 years, and uh, I started this company um, and yeah I we we just went for it. Wow! So you build the first prototype yourself? Uh, do I understand this correctly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my dad used to have the, the first computer that existed. It was already kind of a laptop. It was very heavy. And I, I immediately started, uh, instead of gaming, I started uh, creating small apps. Um, and, uh, but I wanted to uh, be, in, yeah, I wanted to be in contact with people and to, I, I loved making television. I remember that um, every time I went with a bus to school, I passed uh, a big venue where there were always concerts or so on, and there were these big trucks in front of it. And I thought one day I want to sit in one of them because I <laughs> really want to make television. So it, for me, it's always been between these two, uh, making television, directing and developing. Yeah. Wow, great. So this is a kind of a dream uh, combination. So uh, one yes. of your hobbies uh, and then uh, uh, your past jobs and combining. Uh, yeah, great. Um, 
in terms of so you yourself had the problem and you uh, you wanted to and you maybe um, knew how to solve it uh, in terms mm -hmm. of uh, current customers who are they can you like uh, describe your like uh, ideal uh, customer profile that is um, uh, who who is yeah, buying sure. your software mm -hmm. so at the moment our platform given my background in high end broadcast television uh, I started making something for high-end broadcast television. So currently our client, clients are broadcasters and uh, production companies uh, that make, make these types of shows in, in bigger teams. So um, the advantage here is that um, we have, um, for a, a software application, we have a rather big, um, yeah, there's a lot, the, the, the deal sizes are quite high and, uh, and they also tend to stay long uh, because yeah, um, if the whole team is working in such a platform, they, they tend to stay long. Um, and um, we are uh, um, releasing a new version of our platform later this year um, where we want to, um, um, yeah, make, where we've made a lighter version um, that, that's also, so that also, that, that, that's more SaaS products. Uh, so that we, they don't need us anymore to um, to onboard, um, and that we can really scale. So we do a lot of things um, in in other countries, um, but yeah, we really wanted to some we really really wanted to have something that we can scale with marketing, um, and not with door to door uh, sales um, efforts, um, and that will be released. So that's a bit of a shift. Um, um, yeah, the high end broadcasts. Um, Toward and and yeah the 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 idea of a company so our mission is um, everyone can run a live show and that's really something we want to accomplish um, by the end of the year that um, our our application can be used in a broader sense not that we will uh, leave the line broadcasters aside definitely not but uh, yeah we want really want to make something that grows so. So you're basically democratizing this whole, uh, you know, planning of the big show and bringing it more yeah. to a broader audience and, of course, scaling. Uh, we talked about that. Uh, and then, of course, the question is, where are you um, in the kind of stage, stage-wise, uh, company-wise? Uh, uh, and maybe uh, where are you now? And maybe, you know, the, the, the following question, where you've been uh, a year ago? Because we yeah. know each other through Stadium. Uh, the great mm -hmm. program uh, that uh, Botox is uh, in the development phase now, and maybe mm -hmm. you could you could also describe okay where you now, what was the stadium, and where were you maybe 12, 12 months ago? Yeah, so um, yeah, we used to double our revenue um, every year. Um, so um, this year it will be around one million, one million two hundred, I think uh, that we will um, that our revenue will be. Um, and yeah, we tended to always double. So in the past, um, the, this year um, we didn't double entirely. That's also bit because we um, took another approach in our uh, with our sales and marketing team. Um, so um, my colleague and I, who started the company, Kurt, um, we uh, we went door to door in the beginning, and um, and um, and now we we changed the approach. We are focusing more on marketing. So uh, everything changed. So that's a bit why. Everything is it's about to explode, so it's going to happen every every minute now. There's a lot of uh, customers in the pipeline, um, but um, yeah, it, because we changed a bit our approach, this year will not be entirely the double of, of of last year. So, and at the moment, our team we are we are 24. Uh, we uh, raised some capital about a million. Um, uh, what is it? Two years ago already, um, and. Um, yeah, that's a bit uh, where we are now. 
Okay, so so looks like you are on on this, you know, or short for, from a, from mm -hmm. a, a real scaling uh, trajectory. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, maybe uh, then go back uh, to the question of stadium. Uh, how did it help you? What 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 was important? Uh, you know, why did you do it in the first place? Maybe um, yeah. because because you were one of the uh, one of the uh, finalists, and there'll be very interesting. I think for others that are listening uh, that are now. Uh, maybe applying or already applied uh, will be interesting your uh, your ideas because I must say uh, when we've been in Bergen and we watched the, the mm -hmm. presentation uh, this is the uh, this is what helped us to actually realize what uh, what we needed to pitch for to okay. <laughs> go to development stage because because to be honest uh, all the stadium document there are very there are lots of documents <laughs> should i say yeah, that's true. but when we've seen you know um, you and then you pitch and then it it just you know we realize straight away what we are wanting uh, to actually build so how was it for you what yeah. was yeah um um it's it, so our, our main goal was um um yeah so you know we, we created something for high-end broadcast television and we want to go more towards everyone and um if we if we look at the future then i think that um we will not be making a lot of high-end um uh, daily talk shows and, and 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 real news programs i i don't think that will make it very long everybody's moving to their phones and to their tablets um so um that's why we thought okay we have to, to make something that everybody can use and what will what will survive definitely that's yeah real life content like sports and uh, yeah and esports and news uh, yeah um, uh, online news uh, and um, and um, so 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 we really want to have the experience to um, to work in to work in news and to learn news and uh, we really wanted to have the automation uh, we have we want to. Um, make it very, very good for news to make online breaking news, for example. Um, and um, so that was a focus in, in our uh, stadium project, uh, this automation. Um, and um, if you want to make content online as a broadcaster, then mostly the budgets are not that high. So you need, uh, you do it. And, and also you want, you want to make it now and not wait uh, for the whole team of 30 people coming in. No, you want to make it now as soon as possible because there's an opportunity because something just happens. Um, and then that means that you need to be able to do it with one person or with uh, or, or, or with two persons. So with, with not too many people, but do very high-end stuff um, with these two people. And yeah, we really wanted to have an experience with the broadcaster um, to build that together with them, to see what they need, to um, to listen to how how they are how they think everything will be going and yeah that was really the why we wanted to uh, be in the stadium project um to to learn from a broadcaster because i i never made news um i can imagine how it is made and i i'm, I'm always very curious um but um but we really wanted to have this experience yeah great so so basically to summarize you know to have the contact with the real uh uh, broadcaster with the real daily life uh, mm -hmm. um, problems helped you a bit, although you are coming from the background, but I guess, you know, every part of uh, television is different. So news yes, uh, yeah. is different from, uh, you know, maybe something else you, you said, the, the sense of urgency and the sense of, you know, you have to do it now. And uh, yeah, 
maybe switching gears a bit because uh, um, that is a, like a personal question um maybe uh, you left the company so you left your uh, your previous company mm -hmm. just uh, around the time when youtube uh, actually youtube creators exploded so what uh, it will be very interesting to to see because i i knew the guy from i think austrian broadcaster company mm -hmm. uh, which was um, mocking uh, which was saying okay everyone was mocking youtube saying you know look at the quality uh, we have the best tv quality ever internet will never surpass the quality of uh, uh, of the thing and then you know youtube exp uh, exposed so the question i guess is how how the broadcasters are generally you know coping with this you know coping with the millions and millions of views of uh, these creators that create from nothing you know yeah yeah we see different things so uh considering news we see that they are making more and more content online yeah i myself i only uh, consume news in the app of the our national broadcaster actually um and um yeah yeah that's and and also um and i think the quality is also very high um um I, I, yeah, I, I, I find everything I need uh, uh, in the detail I want. So the quality is quite high, um, maybe even higher than the seven o'clock news. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then, um, and then for um, for production companies, we see that they also often often tend to to um, to think on online first um, uh, because when I was working for um, uh, for the product, production company in Belgium, um, yeah online was always something that we had to do and that uh, oh, was something extra we needed to to film or submit uh, something extra that needs to be edited now it's more and more the other way around and certainly in great britain i saw that a lot um that they uh, first think about yeah that they even film that they're uh, some some yeah before they're start they're, they're broadcasting the show that they film some um yeah uh, bloopers or whatever that they already start um buzzing on the on, on the internet so the focus is, is is a bit shifting there that's good and um but yeah silently i think um where um before um when you had a good brand on a on a broadcaster then you could also create a good brand uh, online and i think that's a bit uh yeah shifting um that's um that you can yeah yeah you can you can be big online without um uh, having a show on on, on tv um you are you're, you're even invited in these shows these days as a as an influencer or so on so yeah that's i think that's a bit changing yeah yeah i mean i think this uh, this also the connection actually with uh with what you're doing so uh that um a startup like you uh you know solving this huge problem as i can imagine uh, with mm -hmm. uh, with a structured uh, mm -hmm. uh, structured data and you know uh, everything should be on time and so on and somehow these big 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 broadcasters cannot or you know are not able to create such a software or you know not in this quality and mm -hmm. this is I think amazing kind of uh, um, yeah that's also the reason why I left the company where I was working for um, yeah their focus is making television uh, and yeah making an app um, or an application to make it more efficient yeah that's yeah they could make it it would cost a lot of money but yeah they are not gonna gonna sell it to other people because then it's a bit their know-how um so yeah it, it's they didn't see a business model in it which is which is very logical i think 
Um, yeah, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> you yeah. saw you saw the business model, uh, and yeah, yeah, it's amazing, uh, amazing revenue that you are guys uh, um, now uh, generating. I think uh, uh, every SaaS company could only dream about it. But uh, mm -hmm. I think uh, you know uh, what is interesting is uh, what you said about the trajectory. So first of all, you you kind of. Uh, uh did a concierge service right you did you did one door-to-door -to -door kind of sales i i'm guessing mm -hmm. based on your personal uh personal also, contracts yeah, yeah. Or your history mm -hmm. okay and then based on that you maybe you are uh you are what you're launching now is a kind of thing that will kind of uh, sell itself mm -hmm. when when did yeah. you realize that you know what you're doing basically as a uh, i would say like an agency kind of product uh, that it has uh, like uh, legs of its own. When did you realize? Okay, that could scale. I think um, it, I think it's uh, about a year before we had our grant. So two thousand, uh, what was it? Uh, nineteen or no? Yeah, nineteen or so. No, not grants. I, I mean um, um, investors. Um, um, yeah, we were doing a lot of um, yeah um, high end broadcast shows, and yeah, I. I we were repeating the same things all over again. So setting projects up, uh, it was always the same questions they have. We started to do some uh, some smaller things like um, like yeah like some some events or um, or an, an online uh, channel. Uh, and yeah, they all had the same problems. They always all think the same. So yeah, I thought um, let's make something where uh, they can. And figure it themselves where they don't need us they can find us via um yeah via chat or something i don't know but so that that it can scale more quickly so it, yeah and and that that's also the reason that's also that was also how we stepped to our investor like okay we have this platform it works very well for television we have all this experience let's now make something uh that is uh that can scale uh let's build it um and um and yeah and 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 yeah, that was really the, the pitch we gave to our investors. Um, also, the, the the market size is way bigger, of course. If you focus yourself on on high end broadcast, the the yeah, there, there's a lot of people making uh, yeah online shows or um, events, uh, esports. There's there's way more market there. Yeah, there's a podcasts also. We we are used, for example, um, for uh, news podcasts of newspapers. Um, everywhere where there's volume in creating live content, there there we can help. Yeah, yeah, that is a really interesting uh, kind of perspective. Uh, we had a uh, uh, on the last episode we had Jens from Book, and basically what mm -hmm. this is a startup that is basically a CEO engine for uh, publishers. So um, mm -hmm. and what he said that you know uh, they were publishers themselves. And they publish book and help mm -hmm. others publish, and then they realize, wow, we are not publishers anymore. We we build these tools, and we're actually a software company, and that's where mm -hmm. they pivoted to. A, so here is a, I I I see a kind of a, although you already similar, had yeah. some tools, but it's very similar kind of a, a thing to to notice that yeah. you know people maybe you were thinking, okay, we are uh, this production company with some tools, and then sometime you just realize, okay, we are actually a software company and not a, yeah. pro a video production company. Yeah, and, it, and what also helps is, yeah, um, projects like Stadium. Uh, we had an early, um, we had early, we, I think after one year, we applied for grants at the government, and that also helps a lot because you start thinking about a business plan. Um, is it really worth it to build this? Uh, if, if, 
how many people would buy it and would we have enough money to support all the developers and then whatever um so um yeah that helped a lot um thinking about um yeah um the scalability the is it really worth making a business out of it um so these that's the good thing about these startup programs so as an advice to all um people that want to create a startup started something yeah just apply for grants at the government uh, think of something very fancy that you will develop you will definitely think of something and uh and they support you and you start really think you start thinking about all these details important details to build the business it's not only having a good product of course um, mm -hmm. yeah i think it's a key uh, also maybe to mention where you're based um so where you're based in your uh, your uh, we are based in Leuven. It's um, uh, a city next to Brussels mm -hmm. in Belgium, university city. Yeah. We are our office in, a, in, in a, an old brewery of Stella. The, the wow! Brewery, yeah. Okay, wow! Very amazing stuff. Amazing, yeah. yeah. And I think I think it's a key um, what you said about um, about the grants that hope uh, that helped uh, Botok a lot as well, uh, uh, especially during Corona crisis, as you can imagine. And we started in 2019, so <laughs> for us it, it was kind of um, um, very hard times. But uh, I realized, uh, I think uh, later, um, much later than I should have, uh, have the advantages of uh, not being in the valley, not being <laughs> in the United States. So, and this is like, wow, we have this all great opportunities of uh, yeah. basically free money <laughs> that you can that you can build something, build some prototypes with, uh, the, and uh, at the same time uh, do some good for the uh, maybe uh, um, uh, your local uh, national broadcaster or your local newspaper mm -hmm. or whatever to support those guys, but in the same time also build something. And yeah, it's great advice. Just. Um, to, to build something I, I'm, I'm very glad that you um, that you mentioned it um in terms uh, maybe of uh, looking at the um, at the globe at the more global uh, scale that you are looking mm -hmm. right now where do you see Tinkerlist in uh, I don't know three years what is uh, what is your kind of a uh, big uh, aha uh, thing that you're working towards yeah in in three years we really want to achieve this uh this idea of everybody can run a live show it's a bit like uh, um uh, YouTube made everyone a broadcaster, and um, and to be a broadcaster, you need some tools to. Uh, yeah, everybody needs some tools to run it. So that's a bit uh, what we want to achieve. Um, and yeah, we. Um, I think the the whether you are building a show for uh, a funeral, or for uh, the news, or for an esports, or uh, yeah, um, big event, or. Or a football match in between the matches these shows it's always a bit the same so um um yeah that's that's yeah we really want to grow in all these in all these um sectors and uh yeah i think for for uh our goal is in two years to have a, a revenue of uh, um 250,000 um, per per month so that's uh, uh the goal we set now i think for two years this yeah um and 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 the, the big advantage of the, the the way you can do sales when you have a, a, um, a scalable project is yeah you don't need to to do the door to door thing and the the one on one thing you can you can use the tools there are that they are called Facebook and Instagram and uh, to scale and people can just go to your website discover it and so we will focus a lot on, on marketing so it's also um, 
it's not that we're going to focus on Western Europe or Eastern Europe. Uh, no, um, uh, once we the, the SaaS product is fully uh, functional, yeah, we can target everyone. Uh, it's, we will just target by 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 segment. Like I think the people that are making a funeral, we should target them differently than the ones that are that are creating a news uh, show. So that's a bit how we will. Um, um, target the different markets so that's yeah that's that's our goal to um to 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 be a, to be used way broader and that so that everybody who wants to make a, a live show can uh, can do that and yeah we, we definitely want to become the biggest rundown tool that uh, that exists um, in the industry yeah yeah great great maybe maybe a follow-up question to that in one hand you want to expand you want to grow you want to kind of include everything uh, or every kind of um, every vertical on the other hand you said already you need to focus on uh, different uh, approaches to verticals how how are you going to solve uh, solve this kind of problem uh, you know um, as you said you know maybe funerals and esports are different you know is it going to be like different landing pages is the product going to change uh, a bit uh, so what is your approach there yeah, it's different landing pages and uh, flagging um, functionality, so flagging functionality on or off. Um, so, um, and the sales team also now works in, in sprints, so they do sprints of, uh, of of a couple of months, and they focus on a certain market. And we we plan these sprints in advance, so that if the dev team needs to make something, or the, the marketing team, or uh, they need to adjust some web pages or some, so that they have the time. And uh, that's a bit um, um, how, yeah. It's it's in the sprints that uh, yeah that's the way we want to target these different verticals. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Makes sense. So the sprint starts basically in identify the ideal mar uh, customer yeah. for the market and then going and attacking this market. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Uh, well, it li uh, looks like uh, the sales team that uh, that you guys have are uh, very structured. Did you? kind of build it internally or did you have some external help you know i think uh, for the most of the startups this is one of the pain points okay you have a product you have maybe product market fit how how do you actually sell on scale mm -hmm. yeah that's uh um that's a long story of course um i i had to, luckily i had a, a friend of mine that joined very quickly i think after a small year or something he was more business focused and uh together we we started to, to uh, take the first steps, but yeah, having some, it's, it's not, as I mentioned earlier, it's not just having a very good product product. You can be a very silent developer in a corner somewhere and making something great, but yeah, you need to get it out there. Uh, people will not discover it. Uh, you need, you need to do marketing. So um, yeah, we have, um, we have a growth, uh, growth hacker who is constantly, uh, yeah, um, creating posts and, and, um, and, and looking at the, at the numbers. Uh, we have somebody who makes content um and uh so and and we also pretty early had somebody who um he worked like one fifth for us um he uh, did our um our fin the financial side and that also helped a lot um he uh he came he works he worked for a for a very professional high-end baking uh, company um bread baking company and he had, had a lot of uh insights in in finance and uh, that also helped a lot uh, how, how how do you approach investors create a business plan um so yeah that was really key so uh, having somebody who does who helps you with sales uh somebody who can make a, a very a very good business plan that that can can convince a investor and work on marketing and um yeah marketing is is is, is key uh,
I think uh, these days. Well, here is your marsh plan to how to create a successful startup that makes uh, at the moment uh, <laughs> yeah. one million more than one million uh, annual yeah. revenue, and who is planning to do uh, a quarter million every month uh, in two years. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is some great stuff. Uh, uh, thank you very much. It was uh, genuinely very interesting to see those kind of insights. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe uh, how can people reach you? You know, when to expect this big launch of the new SaaS product when you guys are launching? And maybe a couple of words. Did you make already decisions about pricing or those are a bit different uh, for each uh, market? No, we uh, so the product we currently uh, that that people currently use, we have the same business model on that. So the the sales team already applies the yeah, we tested um, the business model already on what we have now. So it will yeah, users will hardly know that it's it's some it's something new. It will just have an onboarding where you can swipe the credit card and so on. Um, and uh, yeah, so the launch will be um, in in uh, November, December. That that's the idea. Um, so that uh, and and around the beginning of the year, um, we we already launched some tools for news also because we want to. Uh, we we're working together with some uh, local uh, news broadcasters also in Holland. So, yeah, there's a lot to come by the end of this year uh, for us. Perfect. And people can reach you by going on ah. tinkerlist.tv. Yes, uh, or at my email address, eric at thinkerlist.tv. Yeah, uh, no there you go. There you go. And uh, yeah, uh, maybe uh, maybe just to show uh, show some interest or uh, or just love and support for the uh, for the yeah. company. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> great. Eric, thank you very much. Very insightful. It was a pleasure talking to you and uh, I learned a lot and uh, I really like when I uh, can kind of uh, dig deeper and uh, thank you for being so open and uh, that helps, uh, I think. Thank you, uh, yeah. Um, all the startups out there. Thank you, Eric.